0: yeah we sure i'm sure anyway i'm totally sure i am sure i want to start streaming this event yes i am what's going on everybody this is a akira the dawn it's christmas it's christmas yes it is yes it is ladies and gentlemen it's christmas It's Christmas in Don Studios, it's Christmas in Los Angeles, and uh, don't forget to mark your clout non-fragile. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the number one stream if you want some clout in your life. Guess why? I'm Akira the Don. Guess what we know about Akira the Don? You're correct, he does indeed have clouds mary cloutmas one and all mary cloutmas Hymendel's gate who said mary cloutmas akira just now in the chat that's i'm quoting him was cracking fellow cloutists said Hymendel's gate also he was first in the chat yeah 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 no he wasn't first in the chat oh my god elastic retreat was first in the chat what up elastic retreat what up brutality tops 27 what up odin text what up mexican jumping bean oh shit hey man what's going on everybody What's going on? It's, uh well, what is it? It's Thursday. What does that mean? That means it's Ask Akira. Even, even at Christmas time. Even at Christmas time, ladies and gentlemen. It's always Ask Akira on a Thursday. And uh, apologies for being half an hour late. I was in an Uber. And uh, yeah, there you go. I was DJing last night. Uh, it was really good. It was really good. It was my first post-Christmas gig. I had two days off. I literally had two whole days off, uh, two days in which I was not really doing much work at all. Frankly, I, I maybe a I tweet. I did a couple tweets. Is that it? Is that all I did? It, it feels that way. And uh, it was pretty cool. But it's really amazing how quickly, how quickly the human acclimatizes to a new situation. I spent two days hanging out with my family and uh, sort of being rather relaxed and like my body almost shut down i think i think my body almost shut down it almost shut down i was djing last night i was djing for four hours my legs started going into like crazy spasm mode or something after two hours like what are you doing what are you doing this is not what we do we do not stand up for this long we sit on a sofa and watch endless jurassic park movies because uh, that's what I've been used to for two days, man. Two two days, I've been used to that. The hu- I've always said this, but the human being is an incredible, incredible creature. And uh, the human being's number one superpower, I believe, is its ability to acclimatize to any situation it is thrust into pretty much immediately. I Like, if there was a zombie apocalypse today... We'd all, be, we'd all be dealing with, like, the new order and acting as if it was completely normal by Saturday. We totally would. That's what we do. That's what we've always done. That's why we're number one, baby. That's why we're number one on planet Earth. And uh, don't you be talking to me about dolphins or whatever. They don't got thumbs. I don't care how smart you think a dolphin is. That motherfucker is not taking us to Mars. Yo. All right. Shouts out to the dolphins, though. I appreciate the dolphins. And, you know, maybe they're doing some stuff we don't know about. That's possible. There's all sorts of crazy stuff that could be going on underneath the waves, underneath the sky, underneath the clouds elon musk talks about up above the clouds but what about below the clouds what about below the ocean do you know how much of the earth is ocean brothers and sisters most of it do you know how i know that because hercules watches these flipping documentaries all the time yo have a child you learn so much all this stuff i'd forgotten all this stuff that got left behind at school and i pushed out of my head to make way for useful information like uh you know um how to how to get a night bus or whatever you know, like it's all coming back, man. He watches storybots, he's learning so much from that thing. It's crazy. He's just singing songs about the planets all the time. i D- I'm like, yo dude, you're missing a planet. What about Pluto? He's like, What about Pluto, Dad? What's Pluto? I'm like, Yo, that was a planet in my day. That was a planet. It ain't a planet anymore. They'd be hating on Pluto. What the hell? What the hell? Yo, anyway. What's cracking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's asking Kira. Uh, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? YouTube Hero Alex is here. Says, damn, didn't get the notification from YT till now. But that's okay. It's only four minutes since we started. We started four minutes ago. Four minutes. We're four minutes into this legendary broadcast. The final broadcast of 2018. A year that will certainly go down as the greatest year of all time. Easy. Easy, the greatest year of all time. There has not been a better year to be alive on planet Earth as a human being than this one. This one, 2018, which isn't even done yet. I mean, all the amazing things that have happened this year. There might be some more. There's still how many days? Three, four? There's a couple. There's a couple of days left, brothers and sisters. It might be... God knows what could happen. God knows what could happen. We're in Steam time. We're in the time of Steam. I talk about this a lot, in case you weren't aware. Uh, Steam theory is a thing that uh, I heard about from uh, evil British wizard Alan Moore, who spoke about how uh, there was a period in time when man had invented nothing. And then he picked up a rock and beat a fellow man around the head. And lo, he had invented a weapon. Hey, nice one. Good work. And uh, the amount of time it took for him to, let's say, uh, invent the baths, the Rome baths, the baths of Rome, right? The amount of inventions in that time Right. How long did it take to make as many inventions? Well, it, it, it sort of doubled the amount of time and uh, it keeps um, compacting like so till you get to 1960. And in 1960, between 1960 and 1970, human information and invention doubles. more is invented in those 10 years than, well, the same amount is invented in those 10 years as in the previous all of human history. And then it keeps compacting. It keeps compacting. Uh, in, I don't know, what was this, 1993? Alan Moore was predicting that by 2013, we would reach a period where we went for, from a fluid culture to that of steam. Because more would be invented within one minute than in all of previous history. So then you go from a trickling river to a steam, to a kettle that's going whoop, whoop, whoop. And that's what we're in right now, brothers and sisters. is steam season right now because any given point Anything. Someone could be inventing an app right at this second which radically shifts the course of human history. And we have no way of predicting it. We have no way of stopping it. We have no way of bottling. We have, there's no way of... Um, what do you call it when you put a stopper back in a bottle? Well, we can't do that. Whatever that's called, we can't do it. It can't be done. We're in steam time, baby. It's crazy out here. Uh, we've got three, four days left of 2018. And some... 12-year-old could be about to drop something on the App Store that changes everything. And guess what? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, ladies and gentlemen. And, um... Huh, Instagram isn't working. Oh, well. Uh, the sound of the video is cutting out. Oh, great. Nice, thanks. Oh, my wife's just sent me a message saying the same thing. Well, that's good to know. That's wonderful to know. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to do about that. Uh... Anyway, maybe someone will invent uh, an app that makes the Internet work properly since it just really doesn't seem to these days. I feel the internet's getting worse, worse. Lots of things in life are getting better, but Internet seems to be getting a bit worse. I don't know if it's because just too many people on it. I don't know if it's because the telephone companies aren't putting their goddamn willies in aren't getting to work like they should be whatever i don't know anyway we're here uh hardcore buffering moments how are we doing now ladies and gentlemen are we doing any better are we doing any better over here. dropbox is off we've got nothing running that's taking up anything do we Audio okay, but video is stop-motion. Good. Yeah, I would say good, all right? If we're having trouble with this stream, then I would say good. If the video is stuttering, well, good. It gives you a chance to witness my lovely face. <laughs> and just look at it, paused. Nice. Nice. Um, anyway, it'll probably start working. That's what usually happens. It just sort of starts working again. Um. Anyway, well, that derailed me! I was derailed. I was in the middle of a fine flow, but I was derailed. But never mind that. Anyway, guess what? Uh, I put an album out this morning. <laughs> yeah, where's my applause button? Boom! Yes, uh, I got back from the club. I got back from the club at uh, half two after performing a Homerian, and Homerian four hour DJ set. I got back from the club and uh, shit, fuck it. I said, let's drop an album. Boom! Didn't even give you a premiere. Yo, you didn't get to hang out together as a premiere for it. Because sometimes it's good to just sneak things out and give you a surprise. So, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, drops an album. It's called Lo-Fi Beats. It's called Lo-Fi Beats, brothers and sisters. And uh, it's a collection of uh, Lo-Fi Beats made by me. And actually, a, a version of this album, because some of you will have noticed this. So I, I should let you know what's going on. Uh, a version of this album that was very, very similar... Uh, was released about a month ago and it was called Sourcewave Radio Volume 1 and it was in the shops for like a, a day and it disappeared. pume pume Um, God, wife, what now? I was in the middle of talking. Oh no, better now. Thank you, darling. Love you. Okay. Um. Anyway, yes, it was out for like a day and then it disappeared and then a bunch of you were like, what happened to that album? Where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, uh. Anyway, it went. And now it's, Kind of returned with a different name and a different sleeve and and a slightly different mix and a slightly different track listing on the YouTube version. Yes, it has. Guess why? Guess why? Well, one, there was a slight mistake in the original Sourcewave Radio Volume 1. I was working so hard and so fast and not paying enough attention. And uh, one of the songs was the same audio file twice. Oh, my gosh. Terrible imagine a professional operation such as this releasing such things into the world that would never have happened in the 80s when everything came out on cassette and vinyl and stuff because you'd have you'd have checked everything fucking 500 times to make sure it was all perfect different time however you wouldn't have had any of what i'm doing because it wouldn't have been possible so you know it's a double edged sword all this newness we get to do these incredible streams which means you get to see me in all my in all my sort of uh Velvet-suited glory. But also, you have to suffer occasional choppy internet and 30-minute and late starting times. Anyway, so why have we released? Why did we um, re-release, essentially, a briefly released album with a completely different title and completely different uh, artwork and stuff? Well, it's because I'm trying to be smarter. I'm not trying to be. I am being smarter here in the future. And... Um, Here's the thing I realized with uh, the Lo-Fi Christmas project. Because it was called Lo-Fi Christmas, way more people heard it than hear uh, a lot of my instrumental music normally. Because people were just literally typing Lo-Fi Christmas into YouTube and Spotify because they wanted to find some Lo-Fi Christmas music. And guess what? They found my album! Oh! They did. It was a very, very popular release. It was, uh, yeah, it was very, very popular. We did like 100,000 streams on Spotify, I think it was, and um, like 200,000 combined on YouTube or something like that. So anyway, I was like, well, shit. Um, I should probably just call my collections of lo-fi beats, lo-fi beats. Then people who are looking for lo-fi beats will find lo-fi beats. Ta-da! So that's why, brothers and sisters, that's why. It's uh, me being smart and uh, trying to trying to reach as many people as possible because we're not out here trying to be niche we're not out here trying to be like super underground and if anybody else likes it it's a bonus i'm not doing all this work i'm not putting all my fucking heart and soul and blood sweat and tears and glory and wonder and and the fucking combined work of my entire life into this stuff so that like a couple people can hear it and if they do then groovy no 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 we're out here trying to change the world baby we're out here trying to create the ultimate soundtrack for your life we're trying to create that ultimate soundtrack for your best life And when i mean you i mean you 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 you, you, and definitely you definitely you by the way you look lovely today so there that's what's up anyway lo-fi beats uh the album is volume one of a series there's going to be lots of them because guess what i work my dick off i'm making loads of amazing music and uh there's a so you're going to be getting loads of amazing music. 2019 is going to be, guess what? Even better than 2018. I am gassed. I am so gassed. Uh. Hey, 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 hey. I forgot to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, punch the chest. Bang the chest. Because guess what, right? I was ill, man. I've been ill. And uh, I wasn't ready to go back to work, but I did. I did. Guess what I did? And, you know, I could have easily stayed in bed today. And go, uh, do you know what? Fuck a live stream. I'm ill. I'm staying in bed. No! That's not how we get down, baby. That's not how we get down. Because guess what? Here's the thing, right? People do this this time of year. This time of year, it's real, real easy to get just in the in the chocolate box. You know what I mean? Just get lost in that chocolate box and just go. Do you know what? Fuck it, it's Christmas. I'm staying on the couch. It's real easy to stay on the couch and eat chocolate for like two weeks. You can easily do that. Like a couple of days can become two weeks. Boom. And then guess what? Guess what? Then you have to work your dick off till March right to get back to where you were in november that's what happened and that's it seems to be what happens to like most people every year every year you work you work you build momentum then you go ah ah i can take the brakes off now and then you collapse and then you get lose all your momentum you get fat you fuck yourself and then you have to spend months unfucking yourself months then, so around March, maybe you've got back to where you were in November, and then you're like, right, right, let's get in, let's get it in, let's get it in. And then you get your momentum going again, and then you fuck it all up again. What? Yo, why? 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 Yo, there is no cosmic law that says this must be so. There is no, there's nothing in the Bible that says this must be so. Moses did not bring down a tablet from the top of Mount Rushmore or whatever the fuck it was. They said, you must uh, sit your ass on the sofa for all of winter and uh destroy all of the good work you built up until this point no no he didn't actually i'm pretty sure he said uh he brought down a tablet that said thou must not spoil thy momentum and if he didn't he should have because uh yeah that shit's important anyway is, is the internet gone again has that what's happened or maybe not anyway fuck i don't know um where are we oh jesus christ once again, being derailed by, by technology, whatever, okay? So yeah, that, so that's what's up, right? So that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Uh, momentum uh, must not be derailed, not too much anyway. And here's the thing, right? It is way harder to restart, right, than it is to keep going. And it may feel sometimes like keeping going is, is hard, Sometimes it feels like, no, man, it's too much, I'm tired, I need to stop or whatever, right? It's way harder to start again than it is to keep going. So there. Anyway, how is everybody? How is everybody? What up, YouTube Hero Alex? Merry Christmas, my friend. What up, Sainab, seeing you bad motherfucker? Uh, What up, James Atkins? James Atkins says, can we rap over your lo-fi beats, Akira? You can rap over whatever you like, baby, you can bang on the table and rap over that. I ain't stopping nobody rapping over nothing. Oh no. You can rap over everything. Now, if you want to release that stuff, that's a different matter. You want to be crediting me. You want to be sending me a message and saying, yo, what do you do about? But yeah, you rap, man. Rap, motherfucker. Rap. 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 Brutalitops27. Talking about the, the crappy ass internet. I don't know if it's still crappy or whatever. Uh, it says uh, it's used more now by everyone. So bad internet is being noticed more and more. Bad internet also keeps changing on what means bad internet compared to dial-up or at light speed. Speak for yourself, man. I am not on light speed over here. Uh, Do you know where else, right? Internet is really, really bad in the UK. Like, I tried to talk to my mum at Christmas. It's just impossible. It's impossible. Internet in the UK is dreadful. And I actually saw a a chart recently of, like, uh, global internet. And uh, the UK is at the bottom. South Korea is at the top, obviously, because they're banging. And America is pretty close to the bottom, too. So, yeah, we're slacking. And personally, I think this is deliberate um, on the part of the uh, the powers that be just trying to hang on to what little remains of their influence for as long as possible before the inevitable, before the inevitable <laughs> <laughs> happens. So there. Anyway, how is everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, Heimardell's gate said it dropped for a bit. That's what she said. Uh, Ashley 111 says I took a one day break and I was going crazy back at it now proud of you proud of you uh yeah blessed and bearded says for your information bro it's Mount Sinai oh, okay thanks thanks for that Mount Sinai so that's where Moses got the tablet that says, "Thou shalt not fuck up thy momentum," and that's nice. Hey, where is everybody? By the way, we have a ru- we have a, a ritual we haven't done yet. Where is everybody? Let me know where you are. Let me know where you are, guys. Liberty Snake Bear says, "Did Hercules like his Mikey in the Dragon's Book?" My son and brother loved theirs. Well, that's nice. Uh, we haven't read it yet. I might read it him tonight. Might read it him tonight. He had a lot of presents to go through. My God, he was so excited. I don't know if any of you saw my uh, Instagram. I think I posted it on Instagram. The day before Christmas, Hercules got so excited. It was so crazy. I've never really seen anything like this. He got so excited. We just watched the best Christmas movie of all time. You know what that is, right? No, it's not Die Hard. That's a good movie. No, it's not Home Alone. That's a good movie. That's close. Uh, Inimitable Man tweeted me thinking it was Home Alone. Ding dong, you're wrong, homie. No, 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 it's the Griswolds, family Christmas, Christmas vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas vacation, Christmas, anyway, yeah, that's what it was, and uh, that's the best movie of all time, and me and Hercules watched that, it was dope, Charlotte watched it too, a bit of it, she was running around doing Christmas preparation, and uh, Hercules, just at the end, he just sat up and burst into tears, as if, like, something really horrible had happened, (laughs) I'm like, Hercules, what's wrong, what's wrong, you're done, I'm just so excited, it's Christmas, I'm so excited. I love you, Dada. So, holy shit. Holy shit, man. The purity. The purity. The joy. He was so excited. He had, like, 12 presents. He was so gassed. They're all mine. Oh, my God. He was so excited. It was a beautiful thing. So, yeah, he got a bunch of presents, and uh, he's been working his way through those. He got a bunch of books. He got uh, Lego DC supervillains. He got a little puppy. He wanted a real puppy. He got a little toy puppy. (laughs) What else he got? Got some games. He got some toys. Got a little Dragon Ball Z guy. He got a bunch of stuff, man. He's a lucky boy. He's a very happy boy. And uh, it's his birthday in a week. (laughs) And here's the thing. You'd be like, oh, man, a kid has his birthday close to Christmas. That's like, that's harsh, right? It's like... It's harsh for the parents. You've got to fork out all this money all at once. And it's like harsh for the kid because you go a whole year without a big celebration. But it's kind of dope for the kid, right? Because you know when, when, when you like got no more presents on Christmas and like, ah, shit, that's it. I got no more presents. The best thing about presents at Christmas is opening them. It's the opening bit. That's the dopest bit. That's the most exciting bit. Like I would rather have like 50 little presents than like one really big one. Even if the 50 weren't as valuable as the really big one or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, the, the act of opening is dope. But, like, Hercules, you'd be like, Well, oh, there's no more presents. And it's like, yeah, but guess what? It's your birthday in a week. Oh, shit! So he just gets to live in a state of ultra excitement for, like, a month or two months. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. 420. I saw your YouTube story with Hercules being so excited. It was priceless. Oh, um, so wonderful. Right. Right. Brutalotops27 says, Christmas vacation is the best. My family and I watch it every Christmas. Is that kind of ritual. That's what we do, Brutalotops27. That's exactly what the Don family does. By the way, uh, I'm glad you all enjoyed the Don family uh, Ask Akira podcast thing last week. That was really nice. It was a really great reaction to that. People seem to really dig it. And uh, so that was nice. And yeah, members of the Don family will return on the podcast. I think Mama Don's going to come back. We'll have an episode with just me and Mama Don. And uh maybe Hercules will come back and it'll be just me and Hercules. And then maybe we'll all come back again. And hey, maybe we should just do a whole podcast. That's all three of us all the time. A regular family podcast. Ooh, I just thought of that. Ooh, that might be good. Ooh. Ooh. Shabba. Hey, uh, Billy Hunter says, Hey bro, I'm in Barry and my internet does suck a lot. Sucks for you, baby. I'm sad for you. Um, yeah. Anyway, where is everybody? We've got this uh thing to do oh yeah you started telling me <laughs> hey yo thank you amav bansar for the super chat uh 40 something 40 something with a weird little squiggle i don't know what that means but i'm thank you. thankful i'm grateful had an awesome year here's to 2019 damn straight baby damn straight all right yo where you at 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 where 27 Louisville, kentucky that's where hunter s thompson went to school That's where Hunter S. Thompson was, a naughty young man. Ran around causing trouble. Gas. 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 Um, Yeah, nice, nice. Heimdall's Gate is in Alabama. Of course you are. Sweet home Alabama. Nice. Nice. Uh, Brutalitops is in Florida. Gas. Shouts out to Florida. Uh, I got back from the club yesterday, and uh, aside from releasing an album at 2.30 in the morning, I also played a bit of Red Dead Redemption, and I was just hunting for some birds, right? Just some birds, just hunting some specific birds. I was looking for an exotic bird with a, with a nice plumage, a rusty red plumage. And I was trying to shoot these goddamn birds and alligators kept biting my legs. But I stole some of their eggs, so now we're, we're equal. How about that? Shazaz, Florida. The reason I mention that is because uh, I, 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 the first place I went to in America was Miami. And uh, then I went on a little road trip to Florida and I hugged a baby alligator, baby hugged a baby alligator, and I went on a hoverboard down a swamp. Hoverboat, sorry. Hoverboard down a swamp. That would have been great, huh? And uh, I'll never forget it, man. They had trees, and they were upside down. they got fucking upside down trees in Florida, man. What a world. It was like an alien planet. Like, the, the roots were going into... They were upside down. There was, like, these weird bushes just floating around on the water with, with their roots going up into the air because the air's so moist. Oh! And they got these little fluorescent orange locusts. And baby dinosaurs, man. Tiny little lizard things that just look like dinosaurs hopping around the place. Magical. Anyway, shouts to Grover Beach. Matt Allison's in Grover Beach. Big the fuck up. Craig King's in Washington State. Gas. Brutalitops in Florida. We knew that already. 420 Iron Firehouse is in a little north of Toronto. i got to get out to Canada, man. Where haven't I been to Canada yet? Odin, Texas in North Minnesota on vacation. Yo, that's a great place for a Christmas vacation, man. Yo, nice and snowy. Teresa the Kids in Loveland, Colorado. Bless your soul. Liberty Snake Bears and Die Hard. That isn't a place. That isn't a place. Synapsians in the heart of Texas. Do you know what, though? Do you know why? Sarah Combs. Hello, Sarah Combs, who found me because of Comic Book Girl 19. Shouts out to her. Uh, She's given me a schedule for availability for recording uh, June Wave Messiah. Yeah. I need to get back to her on that. Good. Thank you for reminding me. Anyway, you know what time it is. It's time for the international high five that's right ladies and gentlemen ready your hand ready your palm ready your your whole fucking uh this thing what you call it an arm get that ready remember to to look in the eye but aim for the elbow when you're doing the high five for a proper high five that's the important thing let's get this shit together international high five. Five, four, three, two, one. boom yes yes ladies and gentlemen yes yes so there you go there you go that was an international high five uh, I do need to check out Canada yes I do uh, Synapsion says those are cypress trees are they? oh thanks thanks for that information Yo. and uh, thank you Jeremy Homewood who just sent me a message saying we all love and respect what you've achieved Akira you are world class brother fantastic hey bless you nice 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 uh, by the way do you like my camera angle today it's just where the camera was and I, it's, I like it it's like slightly off it's slightly off I like that slightly off anyway so yeah um, we've got some questions to answer what with it being asked Akira I'll answer a little one now and then, uh, then I'll talk about what I wanted to talk about this week and then we'll answer some more how about that and uh, feel free to leave some questions in the uh, chat uh, Charlotte Darling if you're watching this if you see any good questions take a note of them and text them to me please I would appreciate that okay Riku Moorwing what would you like the next JVP album theme to be well what i would like it to be i already know what it is baby i wouldn't like it to be anything i know what it is but uh the next jbp project is uh jbp wave seven yeah yeah that's coming very soon very very soon 2019 we're hitting 2019 like a goddamn nuke. do you know what year it is it's 2019 do you know what year that's before 2020 do you know what happened in 2020 do you know what happened in 2020 right akira the movie happened in 2020 the olympic games are in tokyo tokyo 2020 well neo tokyo guess where the olympic games are in our reality in 2020 that's right they're in tokyo boom guess who's gonna be there boom me i don't know how i don't know why i do know why because it's destiny but uh, the, Don, the Don family is going to be in Tokyo in 2020. I don't know. At some point, we're going to be there, man. Because guess what? We were at the, uh, the Olympics, the last Olympics. Was it the last one? Or the previous? The fuck, it was the previous. Anyway, we were at the uh, London Olympics. The Zion 2012 Olympics. That was an important Olympics. It was 2012. That was a deep year. That was an important year. And uh, we were there right in the heart of it. They literally built the Olympics on our doorstep. We lived in basically a swamp. <laughs> it was like the last bit of London that had been built on. Nothing, it, and it It's like they'd saved it because they'd built on everything else. Everything else had been turned into stuff. And uh, we were in uh, Hackney Wick. And we found a little kebab shop with a flat above it. It was quite magical. We were looking for somewhere to live. I remember we were walking around and then we look at all these places and they all sucked. And we found this place. And it was like it was in the middle of nowhere somehow. It was like just there were some, some, uh, some factories around it or whatever. It was just like, why is there even a kebab shop here? Who's even here to go to this goddamn kebab shop? And there was a nice flat above it. And, uh, and we found it. And somehow we could afford it. It was weird. We didn't have any money really. Not much money. But somehow we could afford that flat. We found out mattress behind the bins outside it. Oh, it was a magical time. It was a magical time. And that's where Hercules was born. He was born in that flat. In that flat. On the floor. In that flat. He was born. Charlotte was hanging on to me. Screaming away. Pushing a child out of her. Which is a crazy thing. It's a crazy, crazy thing to witness. It's a crazy thing to do. Despite the fact that it's all we've done forever. It's the first thing we started doing. It's what we've always been doing. But somehow it's still insane. Magical. Wonderful. Anyway, they built the Olympics around us. We didn't know they were going to build the Olympics around us, but they did. We were in that place for from 2008 to then. We were there for four years, I believe it was. Four or five years, 2007, 2008. For the second period of Akira the Don, I would say that there's been three. I would say there's been three. And that was the second period of Akira the Don. And we were living in Hackney Wick, and I was making shitloads of mixtapes and I was making a lot of music, and Nasty was around all the time. We were making rap songs, and doing twenty-four hour live streams, and smoking up all the Chili Gonzales's weed, like I told you about last week. You know, it was crazy. It was like running a little enterprise. The house was full of boxes of t-shirts. We were posting out to people and they built the Olympics around us, around us. And that place in the middle of the swamp, in the middle of nowhere, went from being this abandoned thing with nothing going on to the humming heart of London and the humming heart of the world. The world. There were drones like buzzing outside our window that looked like giant, giant bees. It was very, very strange. Like the conspiratorial community were convinced that an alien, a staged alien invasion was going to occur. Right there at the Olympics, and the fact that the Olympic mascots were weird aliens and that the the stage was built like a big strange spaceship thing, all of this added to the to the clamor. This was the peak of the last sort of uh psychedelic period before it swung back into materialist um, concerns, which is what the culture has been concerned with for the past seven seven, eight years but anyway, Tokyo 2020. We're back in psychedelic period. It's Akira time. Uh, it's going to be nuts. And I want to be there. And uh, I want you guys there to be there with me. We're all on a journey together, brothers and sisters. That's how I feel. I feel we're all on a journey together. And it's a goddamn exciting journey. Birth of a baby is a miraculous event in anyone's life. Says Roberto Sanchez. And Roberto Sanchez is correct. He's correct. He's so right. You know what the sad thing about Christmas the ending is no more christmas music source wave radio is going to convert to non-christmas music and uh and you know you're gonna have to listen to something other than meaning wave christmas meaning wave christmas has got some great records on it but you know what the wonderful thing about that is it means it's kind of like you can get excited about next christmas because you get to listen to meaning wave christmas all christmas again and i might make meaning wave christmas too And I might make Lo-Fi Christmas 3. Hey, who knows? Uh, Anyway, yeah. Uh, Iron Firehose says, Hercule's was born at home? That's awesome. I had both of my babies at home before it was even legal. It's definitely the way to go. Yes. What do you mean before it was legal? What? What do you mean before it was legal? Was it at one point illegal to have children at home? What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense! hospitals are a stupid place to have kids i swear down right they make you lie on your back that's a stupid way to have a baby you try go you try it like taking a shit lying down Sort horrible analogy there my, my, my apologies to everyone <laughs> but seriously yo it was nice having our baby at home right uh charlotte got to have whatever music she wanted on when she got sick of like being in pain in the living room she could run into the bathroom stick a leg up on the bath like that you know what I mean? It was dope, man. It was dope. She was like, "Right, I want to hear uh, Leonard Cohen now," so we put some Leonard Cohen on. And then she's like, "I want to hear Aha," so we put Aha on. Yo, it's dope, man. I fully advise it. Um, yeah. So we had Hercules at home, and of course now we're homeschooling him because, like, have you seen the shit they're trying to teach children at school these days? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, two plus two does not equal five, you fucking weirdos! Holy shit! Sorry, if Hercules, if you're at home listening to this, daddy just swore. I was very good last week because Hercules was right next to me, so I didn't swear. Without Hercules next to me, I swear. I just need to have Hercules next to me at all times to make me a better man. By the way, I don't know if you all saw a slight diversion. A study came out today, or a report, or whatever. Everyone's going batshit over it on Twitter. It's hilarious. They're like, huh, this thing about the wage gap, it's really weird. Turns out that, that single women and single men uh, and like married women all make the same money. But married men make like nearly twice as much. That's really crazy. Why would that be? They're calling it a strange wrinkle. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, you fucking morons! Morons! This. Why do we have to keep explaining to modern people stuff that people have known since the dawn of man? Why should it be shocking to you that a that a married man would make more than an unmarried man or an unmarried woman? A married man has just taken on the responsibility of providing for his family. Therefore, his whole mindset has just shifted and he's going to make a bunch more money. If he doesn't, he's not a man. He's a fucking moron. Jesus. How is that so difficult to understand? This is, this is what men do. Men adopt responsibility and then provide. Duh. Marriage is sort of a that's like a, a symbolic form of that having taken place. It happened to me, man. It wasn't even like I didn't, it wasn't even conscious. Like I got married and it's like, yo, oh, shit, I'm making more money. How did that happen? Oh, I'm paying more attention. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm taking things more seriously. Oh, I'm doing things like renaming my album Lo-Fi Beats so that more people hear it. Huh, crazy. Wow. Jesus Christ. <claps> Ugh. Ugh, heavy. Uh, Tom, Tom, where's Tom? He asked an g- interesting question have you heard of frank yang no do i like nasim nicholas Taleb? i love that man i love that man i love that anti-fragile cutie that little beast oh i love that man yes yes of course there's a wave of that man coming of course there is james atkins said i made a christmas film and i replay it every christmas so it's a gift that keeps on giving oh man that just made me cry i didn't actually physically cry but i felt the little cry surge did did Oh, my God. I was watching that new Netflix movie, Me and Charlotte and Hercules. We watched the uh, Kurt Russell Christmas movie. I can't remember what it's called. It's so good. It's so wholesome. It's so beautiful. Honestly, it's amazing. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, when you're like, oh, man, they don't make films like that anymore. Like nice films, just characters, just humans, just beautiful stories of like, you know, love and human stuff. Shit, they did. They did. And it's got like no, no NPC weirdness in it i can't believe it like santa's like santa he's like talking in like in um, nordic or whatever the fuck like he's he's married happily he's like cool he's a nice guy he's Christmassy as fuck they got a family and the kids in it are like just like nice kids and obviously one of them's got a problem but it's like it's not like uh uh anyway it's just it was really good man it was really wholesome. it was really beautiful i recommend that shit highly so yeah and the reason i thought of that was because like the girl in it is running around with a video camera making like christmas films and the family make a christmas film every year of their christmas and i was like shit why don't we do that i mean i took little videos you know what i mean a couple little videos but like i i didn't actively go right you know family christmas let's be christmassy i wish i had i'm gonna do that every year from now on (laughs) i'm crying now internally by the way crying internally um yo um charlotte has got some questions okay fine uh how did you do so much this year good question who asked it anyway we'll get onto that in a minute jocko wave album when Ha <laughs> next okay next that's what i'm saying on that next the next album is jocko wave so very soon um three tell us about how you got into the mindset where you made so many so many in 2018 yeah okay i will in a minute Someone else asked, I don't know who, will YouTube end in 2019 because the EU banned memes? The EU is a meme. The EU is a meme. The UK is a meme. Europe is a meme. Yo, shouts out to everyone in Europe. I love you guys, man. Fucking, I pray for you. I pray for you. Yo, let's have a little quick prayer. This is the Church of Meaning. I'm I'm, uh, Bishop Don Magic Don. Yo, all right. Quick prayer. Hey, yo, uh, our father who are... you know everywhere because you're omnipotent and stuff uh yo hell, europe needs you baby europe needs you man europe needs you the uk needs you you're right that whole place is a goddamn meme and it's no good to be a living meme all right it's funny once in a while you know what i mean we've got a couple good living memes um like what was his name anyway whatever i can't remember but yeah come on man Come on, help out Europe. They need you, baby. All right, bless. Yeah, where were we? Uh, yeah, I don't know about YouTube, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's up with YouTube. YouTube seems to be trying to kill itself. All of the, I don't know. Eric Weinstein's got it right, man. I know a bunch of y'all hate on Eric Weinstein. and um, But like, he's 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 got it right. Uh, when he talks about what's been going on with Patreon and all these things is uh, they went into full-blown panic mode, right, the powers that be. Over the past few years, Brexit, Trump, all of this stuff proved that they were unable to control the narrative and to control the people as well as they had done previously. And this is because of the internet, and it's because voices became loud on the internet that were voices that didn't have a space in society at that level previously, And the voice, like it used to be that, you know, CNN could say some stuff and most people would believe it and you move on. Not now. Like, you know, people, there's people on Twitter who are considered fringe by the mainstream who are actually way more influential than the so-called mainstream. In fact, the so-called fringe is more influential than the so-called mainstream at this point. And that's really easy to observe. Just look at, you look at the engagement of, say, a CNN anchor versus a dave rubin or a or a weinstein or a peterson or a or a or a candace owens or a whoever man like it's very very obvious so they've been trying with various ways to kind of like cripple these things so they went for you know info wars was very very influential on the culture in general for the past 15 years but certainly on the last inf- election definitely so they outright removed that and they went for that first because it's, like, easier to argue that these people should be got rid of because normies could be, like, convinced that they were evil. And so, oh, yeah, we should stop evil people. Oh, yeah. Obviously, this is foolish. Obviously, they're never going to stop there. And, of course, then they went for Gavin McInnes and so on and so forth. Then Patreon just outright says, OK, this, like, censorist British guy, we're just going to remove him and say, well, it's because of hate. When it's obvious to a moron That this is not uh, anyway. Anyway, what's obviously going on here, and Eric Weinstein has talked about, is a deliberate uh, attempt by the powers that be to remove dissenting voices via financial institutions. So, like Visa, Mastercard, PayPal, etc., are apparently sort of saying to websites, you know, oh, you shouldn't have these people on there. So the websites say, oh, sorry, Visa, Mastercard said that 's crazy right that 's crazy. We got moved into a cashless society pretty much we 're almost there, and then suddenly the the credit card companies, etc, are um, all working together to vo- to silence voices that are disagreed with so yeah that 's what 's going on, and that 's why cryptocurrency is just necessary, and that 's why you know that's why we're going in that direction and uh that's why blockchain is very necessary and that's why you should follow naval ravikant because uh, while this stuff is a bit tricky to get your head around it's really important to be aware of and be paying attention pay attention to at uh, this vital crossroad in our culture this is definitely the best year to be alive in recorded human history it's also uh a turning point And if we go down the wrong street, we're fucked. If we go down the right street, we're saved. It really is that point. It really is what's going on. So yeah, uh, 2018 was an amazing year. It was not just an amazing year. It was the most amazing year. The most amazing year. And uh, I thought about this a bunch because I got an email of someone I used to work with. It was like one of those emails that people send to a bunch of people at the end of the year. And he was basically just bitching. Him. He was like, da-da-da, this happened, this happened. My kids have grown up a bit now. That's nice. But 2018 will definitely go down as the worst year ever. But, you know, Trump's about to go to jail, so it's going to be okay. Shut the... Yo. 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 Pull yourself together, man. Pull yourself together. Right, so, like, someone you don't like is the president, so it's the worst year ever. Oh, like. This is your brain on Guardian. This is your brain on Guardian. You live in paradise. You literally live at the peak of recorded human civilization where more people across the world have access to clean wars, their education, not getting murdered, etc. More people have a higher quality of life than has ever happened before. More people have access to tools, with which to express themselves better themselves provide for their family actualize their inner fucking passions and talents etc than fucking ever before than was ever imagined than was ever deemed possible outside of some crazed utopian religious fantasy and you're sat there saying it's worst year ever worst year ever orange man bad worst year ever shut the fuck up my god how dare you you ungrateful swine how absolute dare you and it's like, yo, we have living relatives who suffered war. There's people alive now who are in World War II. Are there people alive who are in World War I? Possibly. My nan is 95. You know, there's old motherfuckers out there. Yo, I mean, that's the, my point being that we are that close to actual horror, actual major league suffering, actual, you know what I mean? Like, yo, my nan saw the birth of the radio. The radio. The radio. I mean, shit. I remember when I was a little boy, there were outside toilets. The first school I went to didn't have a toilet inside it; it had like a weird outside one. You have to go out there in the cold and snow. God damn it! To take a piss, it's take piss. It's mental. It's mental by any definition. Twenty-eight, any any reasonable definition. Twenty eighteen was the greatest year to be alive in the history of recorded civilization. God damn it! The motherfuckers is out there moaning about. Orange man, bad. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. It's very funny this week, uh, watching people turn themselves inside out on their so-called principles. Uh, imagine, just for a second, had the previous American president, uh, Dr. Bam Bam, Vaka, um Balaklava, Balaclava, um, withdrawn from Syria and Afghanistan. Imagine, the president of peace. Oh my God, thank you. Praise the Herald Angels and all that stuff, right? Imagine, imagine. Any, uh, pff, Jesus Christ. Watching people like, I know, twist the, who, you know, so-called anti-war people, etc. cetera, uh, twist themselves in circles to go, oh, actually, no, en- endless war is what we should be doing. Dick Cheney was right all along. Uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy times, crazy times. But anyway, that's divergent from the point. The point being, 2018 was the best year of, of all time. Wonderful year, wonderful, wonderful year. Uh, it was a wonderful year for uh, all the people who um, got pulled out of poverty. Somebody, um, anyway, I'm not gonna go to that right now. Uh, it was a wonderful year for all the people who had children and didn't die in childbirth. Uh, it was a wonderful year for all the people who started businesses using uh, technology in their houses that was previously only allowed to the very, very super, super rich People were, like, just making money on these little devices, like, loads of money. People were supporting their families on this stuff. People were escaping the rat race, right? Unprecedented numbers of people were escaping the rat race and becoming their own bosses and providing for their own families, right, with their own talents and their own skills, doing things that they love. It's true. They were. Loads of them were. Amazing. Amazing. And I definitely was. I definitely was. And uh, what was that question someone was asking? Where is my little little bubble? questions yeah how did you do so much this year someone asked well um i did so much this year because i decided to do this much this year that's how i decided and it wasn't i mean we we made the plan in late february so it wasn't the beginning it was the whole i mean i had a much better mindset going into 2018 than i did going into 2017 much better and mindset is everything. But uh, it, was, it was in early Fev- late February that we put together a plan and we said, we're going to do this much. We're going to do this much. We're going to commit. My wife and I and Hercules, we committed as a family to doing this much. That's how we did so much. We said we were going to. We made a promise to ourselves and to you and we stuck to it. Obviously, there's a lot more involved to it than that, but that's the core. That's the foundation. The foundation is we, we committed to the bit. We did it. And it was wonderful. And it worked. Okay. Yes. Three. Tell us about how you got into the mindset where you made so many, so many what? Albums? Good decisions? In 2018. How was this year different to previous years? Okay. Yeah. Right. Mindset. It was the mindset. It was the mindset. I I say this a lot because it's true. Meaning is the motivation all right meaning is the motivation you have to get you have to have a solid ass foundation you can't just go right i'm going to do loads of stuff but you don't know why you don't have a why you don't have a foundation upon which to build your magnificent structure all right you got to have that okay but um yeah then you've got to have the what you're going to do needs to be as clear a vision as possible and that was a big difference that was the big difference. Now, I have been Someone else asked something similar. Let me find where it was. I was I do this when I'm like on the way into the studio, I respond to to comments and stuff as many as I can. Um so I was doing that for like half an hour this morning and uh somebody asked something relating to this moves through dog memes. Um I love how much beauty you put into your craft. Did it come naturally or did you learn mostly on your own? Yeah, see. And um, the truth is I've spent my whole life working my ass off to get where I am and to get as good as I am. But at the same time, I knew what I wanted to do I had, like, from as long as I can remember. I, knew I, I loved certain stuff very specifically and I knew what I want, that I wanted to dedicate my life to it. So it's a bit of both, I guess because i knew from very early and uh and i worked my dick off from very early and i stayed on the path from very early now what i didn't have that i do have now there's two things uh one thing is the motivational aspect and that is the family and the, and i consider you guys part of the family by the way uh that's why i like someone at hercules fam famed on idea i like that but um Having like a wife and a child is incredible, incredible, incredible motivation, as we were saying earlier with regards to that study. It's like, one, you've got a wife, you need to be you know, creating a, a, a home situation uh, for you to exist in, and you've got a kid. Not only do you need to be supporting the kid, basic shit like toothpaste, you also want to be the best version of yourself so that kid has got something to aspire to you know you don't want to be the the lame version of yourself because then your kid turns out that way you got to be and you know that you know that fundamentally inherently so like the the family having a family is an incredible incredible motivation have a family the earlier the better i don't give a fuck and uh yeah but then the other thing is clarity of vision and a clarity of vision is key and i didn't have clarity of vision i had a blurry vision i knew what i wanted to do vaguely I knew what I wanted to work in vaguely. I knew what I loved, but you know, I, I knew, you know, I knew I wanted to make music. I knew I was all that stuff, but it was all, all a bit wishy washy, and it was all a bit like uh, deluded. I was deluded, brothers and sisters. I was a deluded person. I thought, well, you know, if I just keep going, something good will happen. You know, one of these songs will get picked up for an advert or something, and that'll pay for the stuff. Or You know, something called just randomly go viral, maybe, and or some, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was, I was deluded, man. And it was also, uh, I didn't have a system, I just had these goals, and they were kind of fuzzy goals. And, uh, shouts out to Scott Adams, because he really got me into the systems over goals mindset. And, uh, that's really, really powerful, right? Because if you've got a goal, if all you have is a goal, All the time you're working towards that goal, you haven't achieved that goal. Therefore, you're a loser. And then when you do achieve the goal, it's a bit like, all right, well, now what? All right. Whereas if you put in place systems, systems which move you towards your goal or goals, then every time you enact that system and successfully, you know, do that system, execute that system, you've won. So you're in a constant state of winning and you're in a constant state of doing. And every time you do, that's another chance that you could win. Every It's another shot at bat. You know, every time you get out of bed, that's an opportunity as a, as for a shot at bat. So every time I do a podcast, every time I release a song, every time I compose a, a piece of writing, every time I do one of these things, that's a shot, that's a victory. Every single one of them is a victory. It used to be that I would spend ages and ages, I'd make an album, then I'd be like, trying to release the album and i wouldn't have all the infrastructure i wanted and then i'd be i used to be sad on release day because it'd be like it's just not you know gonna doing as well as i would want it to do i don't have a team i don't have an agent i don't have a press officer it was all this lack stuff oh i don't have this oh i don't have that oh it hasn't reached all the people i wanted it to oh da da. now i released something it's a victory because i released it that was the plan the plan was to release it the plan was to make it and release it, then move on and make something even better and keep doing that. Boom, boom, boom. Ride the wave. Keep moving. Stay in the zone, right? Just get in the zone. Stay in the zone. Keep moving like a fucking shark. Boom. And that's what I've been doing all year and it's been wonderful. Every release has been a victory. Every release day has been a joy. Everything has, has, has been a blessing. It's been a because my mind shift, my mindset fundamentally shifted and... uh I I operated from a place of meaning and I stuck to the fucking plan, and I kept moving and uh, you guys are all here and you kept coming and more and more of you kept coming as a result of all this action, right? And uh, that's been a wonderful, wonderful thing. So yeah, that kind of answers that question. Where is Hercules? Someone's asking. Hercules is at home. (laughs) Shiteyooks and he wouldn't appreciate your username. (laughs) But yes, Hercules is at home with his mama she's at home too yeah yeah that's what's up um mexican jumping bean i'll be helping out as much as i can hashtag team don yo i love you and i love that hashtag thank you very much um yeah what's going on? is the internet gone again oh whatever here we are anyway um yeah so 2018 was an amazing year for everybody and uh guess what not for everybody. I mean, some people had a bad time. That's inevitable. Life is suffering. Life is suffering. That does not discount the fact that there is more opportunity for more people right now at this point in history than there ever has been before. An opportunity and recognition of that opportunity is key. That's the fucking key. That's the key. That's the key Mind chef, mindset shift that uh, we should all make. If we all made, everything would be different. It would be a better world instantly. If, rather than as I was just talking about on my release days previously, all I could see was what was not there. Oh, don't have a press officer. Oh, don't have this. Don't have a. Like the press isn't writing about this, or I don't have a billboard, or oh, I don't have this stuff that other artists have. That's all I could see. I had it completely fucking upside down. Completely upside down. What because what i had i had an album i'd made an album i'd had the opportunity and the ability to make a piece of music this is something that was not afforded to humans before it was not the case that fucking proles of my lineage of my stock of my upbringing did not have access to such wonders in the like the whole of human history suddenly i can make an album and put it out that's a that's a miracle all i could see was what i didn't have what i had was was everything i, I had food and shelter uh i i had fans i had people who wanted to hear the music i did want, i didn't have as many as one direction oh boohoo like holy shit i had it all backwards so uh shit is way better now because i'm seeing it correct i'm seeing what i do have and uh once you start seeing what you do have it, it really starts stacking up because you're like, oh shit, I've got that. Oh, I've got that too. Oh, I've got that. Oh, I've got that. And then you like, you just walking around being like, damn, motherfucker, I'm the king. Holy shit. You know what I mean? You'd be sl- like slinging dick from fucking here to Carolina. Just like banging around the place like, wow, wow. Just like feeling like a goddamn king. When you feel like a king, you can do anything, brothers and sisters. And we can all do this, right? Because we are all, 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 Operating from a position uh, of absolute outrageous abundance and prosperity, if we are to compare ourselves to our ancestors, to our forebearers. And so you go, okay, don't compare yourself to other people, compare yourself to who you are, to yourself. But yesterday, guess what? That applies to ancestry. Okay, So it's like, all right, yeah, don't be comparing yourself to Ice Cube because you ain't Ice Cube, motherfucker. But you are you. But you know who else is you? Your grandfather is you. And his grandfather is you. You compare yourself to your – you can compare yourself to your lineage. That's a smart thing to do because then you can really see where you are and you can really go, holy shit, we're doing good, baby. We're doing good. All right, but you can also see where you're not doing good because if you go, hang on, my grandfather could go down the pub and speak his mind, but I can't. That's a worrying thing and you need to get that shit in check. All right? so that, that's where that shit is useful so yeah I think you know if we all if we all operate from a, a position of, of you know what do we have and what do we have and who are we compared to who we were yesterday and who are we compared to our grandfather and so on and so forth then instantly the world becomes a better place the butterfly effect of that is crazy all right so yeah that's what And that's one of the reasons i'm really excited for where we're going because it's just happening that's just happening that's happening it's a direct result of where we're at where we're at as, as a species is that so this is a wonderful thing now uh anything going in the chat i should be paying attention to you thank you teresa the kid for that dolly you cutie you cutie bless yourself merry christmas merry christmas um yeah Death Dragon says Akira love you man well I love you too Death Dragon I love you too oh shit oh man and we're, we're out of time oops oops do you know what because we were late I'll stay for an extra like 10 minutes and answer, answer answer all these questions uh wifey if you're still locked in at home please send me through questions that have been in the chat if you've seen any uh attach names if you could love you sweetie Uh, Tom Badgi-Otas. How did you clarify your vision? That's a good question. How did you clarify your vision? How did I clarify my vision? All right. You want to be asking yourself some questions. All right. You want to be asking yourself some questions. All right. Who are you? What do you want to achieve? What do you want your effect on the world to be? Who do you want to be in the eyes of your children? Who do you want to be in the eyes of their children? Shabba. And, uh, you know, Another great bit of advice I got was from James Altucher. James Altucher said, look at what's working. Look at what you're doing. Look at what's working. Try a bunch. You know, he's like, try stuff. Do stuff. Work out what you love and then do stuff related to that. Do it, do it, do it, do it. And then look at what's working. And quadruple down on what's working. Quadruple down. Quadruple down. That's what I did. I quadrupled down. I said, all right, what do I want to achieve? What do I want to do? Like, you know, and uh, quadruple down. Go all in. There's another way of putting it. Go all in. You know, go all in. And that's what we did. We went all in. All in. You know, for me personally, it's like, okay, obviously, like, you know, I, I love music. I love making music. I love communicating. I love performing. Uh, and uh, I love people. And I love humanity. I, lo- I love us as a species. And uh, I believe in us. And I want us to achieve our fullest potential. I want to be involved in that. How can I use, you know, I've spent my whole life becoming what I am and getting good at what I do. And I've sacrificed everything to do that. How can I take this stuff and better, how can I use it to help us go to fucking Mars? Which is kind of a metaphor for us achieving our potential. But I do actually believe that going to Mars is a part of that. So it's like, how can I be, how can I do that? And how can I maximize that? It's part of that's this hyper productivity, hyper efficiency thing. It's like, how can I best maximize my efforts? All right. So, if I've decided, okay, well, making music is what I'm making and playing music, that's and you know, bringing people transcendent experiences. You know, the the soundtrack is half of a movie, at least. You know, I mean, watch a movie on silent, and it's what is it? Okay. So, music's a really important thing. The soundtrack of your life is a really important part of your life. So, if I'm going to dedicate myself to soundtracking your life in the greatest way possible and creating the most powerful, magnificent, wonderful soundtrack for your life as possible, okay, boom, that's a good, that's a good, that's a noble aim, right? And then it's like, but how can I maximize that? How can I do that as much as possible to the greatest ability possible without sacrificing quality? You know what I mean? And that's a noble ass aim. God damn it. And that's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, Charlotte just sent through some questions. Thank you, Charlotte. What was the hardest thing to get used to when you first moved to LA? Slang? Transportation? Mexican jumping bean? No, <laughs> sorry. Said Mexican jumping bean. Yeah, the hardest thing to get used to was Mexican jumping bean. Um, there was nothing hard to get used to. I said this at the beginning of the, uh, of this broadcast. Human beings adapt. That's what they do you chuck a human being in a volcano he'll work it out well you might die but he'll probably work it out you know you chuck me in LA I worked it out the hardest thing when I first moved here was the uh, I moved here without my family I had to come out here first and get everything cracking and get work and get it together so that was the hardest thing the hardest thing was being apart from Charlotte and Hercules but aside from that it was easy man it's easy we're humans we can deal with anything jesus christ we've dealt with so we've dealt with so much everything we deal with now is nothing compared to what we already dealt with as a species we already did all the hard shit we lived in flipping caves you know what i mean we we were in gulags we've like we've dragged fucking boulders up the sides of mountains we've done the hard shit like now this is like this is the easy bit now this is the bit where we get to you know stand on the shoulders of giants and fucking tickle the stars we're in tickle the stars phase right now. I mean, this is dope. We're about to go into butterfly season. We've done the hard stuff. Now, that's not to say there isn't hard stuff still to do, but um, we've done really hard shit, man. You're, what we're doing now is easy. Uh, do you have an ETA for JBP Wave 7? Yes. Do you have any plans for McKenna or Watts? Yes. All of this stuff. Yes. Um. Yes, I do jbp wave seven in january jocko album in january those are the two things i can t- i can give you now i have other things to give you but those things i can give you it's gonna be a great year uh apparently there's some good questions to answer in the discord so let me get through Shout out to Sir peppers so peppers sent through these questions i believe he's a bad motherfucker uh there you go abel abeli i was tempted. i was tempted to engage in comment flame war under positive post, thanking men for small deeds they do or don't do. Wife resolved the tension by pointing out that I want to respond to the initial message and amplify that, and not engage in right wrong battle in the comments section. What are the ways to amplify a good message? That's a good question. That's a good question. All right, one. Uh, I have not engaged in an argument on the internet since 2003. That's one of my major accomplishments. Right, That's one of my major accomplishments. I have not engaged in an argument on the internet since 2003. I believe that was the year. And I used to get involved in a lot of arguments on the internet. Now I don't. Guess why? It's pointless. You don't change anyone's mind. All you do is add to the noise. And, you know, there's an old saying. Jay-Z said it pretty well. <laughs> he didn't invent it. But uh, be careful. With whom? <laughs> you remember. But, yo, fucking two you know, if you're watching two motherfuckers arguing from afar, you can't tell who's the fool. You just see two people arguing. You don't know which one's right or wrong. It's Whatever. Anyway, noise, noise. We don't need the noise. Doesn't help anyone or anything. If you see someone make a good point, I guess you could press like. Uh, I guess you could leave a comment saying that's a good point. What a wonderful point. And add to it in a positive, useful way. Maybe add to their point if it, what was this instance? Thanking men for small deeds they do or don't do. Yeah, leave a comment saying, Yeah, thank you, men, for uh building all those goddamn roads. Cause guess who built those roads? It wasn't women. It was men. Men do shitty stuff like build roads, all right? Women do uh shitty stuff. Like I can't know. It's not it's beautiful actually. Do you know what? Building a road is a beautiful goddamn thing. That's not a <coughs> shitty, it's hard. It's hard, but it's beautiful. Giving birth to a child is hard, but it's beautiful. You know, man, we all have our part to play. And uh, some men's part to play is building roads. And shouts out to them. So you could leave a comment saying, thank you, men, for building those nice roads. That was very nice. And uh, Or you could, you know, leave your own comments, start your own message threads, saying similarly positive, nice things. But yeah, stay out of the Flame Wars. The Flame Wars are rubbish, just like the Clone Wars was rubbish. That sucked. What a terrible movie. Flame Wars, rubbish. Pointless. not useful what you want to do is uh lead by example and leave positive things in the world i've seen someone who's very good at this right jocko my guy jocko captain good people would be sending him mean messages like uh you know he'll he'll put out a positive message and someone will try and like derail it like oh you're just toxic male Uh, you're in the military you're a thug or whatever. He only ever answers with kindness, you know. He only ever replies with kindness and civility and uh, gentlemanliness. And it's just a beautiful thing to witness because it completely fucks them up. Completely fucks them up because they think, oh, this thug, I'll go at him and he'll swear at me or he'll, you know, he'll he'll come back at me with a fight. And then I can be like, yeah, I got this big thug-esque, like, you know, commando, whatever, into a fight. Nah nah it doesn't work jocko just be like uh have a good day sir bless you and your family (laughs) boom that's what you do baby that's what you do you kill them with kindness kindness kills them like nothing shows these swine from for what they are more than themselves all right and more than their response to civility and kindness and niceness and uh the way you defeat them is you be nice and civil and kind All right. In this age of unprecedented incivility, like I say, it's the best point of time to be alive as human ever. And that with it comes with things, you know, that means that people get to bitch and moan when you're living in the lap of luxury. you got to find shit to complain about, you know, and they are and they are. But uh what you do is you just be a fucking nice motherfucker, man. You be civil as fuck, you hug people. Someone comes at you with some mean shit on the internet, you be nice to them. Or just keep it moving. You can ignore them. Or you could just be nice to them. Send them a hug. You know? That'll fuck them up. That'll fuck because like if you get involved in a war with them, that's what they want. That's what they want, so that A, they can like respond with their carefully rehearsed Joss Whedonisms. Their John Stewart times John. Joss Whedon speak that nobody does in real life, but they all do on the internet, and it's very strange to observe. But you know, they they're just itching for a chance to copy paste some shit that Joss Whedon said. Don't give him that chance. Give him a hug. uh Synapsian says, if America is one of the greatest countries and societies, and I agree, it's very good. Are there particular states or cities you find most awesome, or places that really stand out in your opinion? Well, I live in California, and. Um, I've previously lived in New York, and that's about it, man. I've been to Baltimore. Uh, I haven't investigated this country as much as I would like. I look forward to investigating it way more. Uh, but I live in California, and, you know, if you listen, some people would say that California is like the worst state. Apparently it has the worst standard of living in the country or something. You know, and I live here, and here's wonderful. So if here is the worst, then my God, my God, Texas must be a fucking paradise. Yeah. Genghis fan says, Yo, I love your beats. Keep it up. Any more Alan Watts in the works? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Watts Wave 5 is coming very soon. Yes. Uh, Death Grim, What up, baby? Says, You have vinyl records of your work from Alpha to current Amiga available. I was hooked all the way from Living in the Future. Oh, bless you. Bless you! Living in the Future was like, what was that, like my third single back in 2004? So, yeah, I love you, baby. Thank you for being here. Um, The vinyl I had is in storage in the UK. But yeah, we're getting to the point where uh, vinyl is coming. Yeah, here's the thing. Let me know if you want vinyl. Um, Let me know if you want vinyl. Go on the Discord and type vinyl. Tweet me saying vinyl. If I get a good idea of the amount of vinyl people want, then we can get on a vinyl project. So let's do that. Yes. Okay, I think that was all the Discord questions. I think that was good. Um, oh. Okay, Charlotte just sent through another one. Heimdall's gate. Would you consider me and Bully Hunter an argument? I don't think we were being rude; just more of a discussion. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Did I miss something? Was this happening in the chat? I wasn't staring. I wasn't staring at the chat because I was talking to you guys. It's it's like actually difficult to do two things at once. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? But it, fuck it is, right? I can rub my head and pat my tummy. I can do that. Out. Sort of. Not amazingly, but that's about it. Two things at once is very difficult. So, yeah, if you guys were having uh, an argument. And at this point, the recording ceased recording, unfortunately. It was a wonderful rest of podcast. But never mind. We'll be back next week and I will do everything I can to make sure that doesn't happen again. Happy New Year. Thank you for being here. See you soon.